The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have everything to do with life because I like them. They make me smile, and I want to go into the weekend smiling. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Now, that's something that doesn't really make you smile, the Goofy News. I mean, it's kind of like, that's goofy. All right. Also, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use if we decide to be doers of the word and not just hearers. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. But then again, why not? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. that david spoon experience local national and heavenly talk my name is david spoon i'll be your host for the next 5400 seconds wow that's a long time get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio here is the key to the show we don't know what we're doing we have no idea what's going to happen and we don't care we pretty much expect you don't either but for the next few minutes i want to talk faith with you so here we go we're asking questions about living life as a christian You know, when you walk in that process where you know that you're saved by grace, but there's a part of you that always tries to overperform because you're a little nuts, right? That one. Yeah, I know you know what I'm talking about. Let's be real. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, that's an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, or perhaps you might have a praise report, or perhaps you might have a prayer request. Any of those things will work. We want you to have a format where you can engage with brothers and sisters regarding that without getting that sense of judgment. Nobody's going to judge you. In fact, the Lord has already deemed you innocent by the blood of Jesus Christ, so nobody's going to overrule that whatsoever. If you want to reach out to us, how you do that is you call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you do that, when you pick up that phone or you pick up the smartphone or you dial from your computer or you do it mentally in your head and you call 972-445-0770, you will get to talk to Captain Chris. Wow. And then you will be...
Additionally, you can text us during the show as well, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can put your name in there. You don't have to put your name in there. It's up to you. Nobody's going to you know, knock on your door. You didn't put your name in the text. No, no, nobody's going to do that. So 214-210-8483. Reach out to us. Or you can oh, – R, R. See, R is really close to or. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, 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 you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Of course, that leads us to the website. So we encourage you to check out the website. A couple things we want to remind you about. Number one, rent is due next week. That's all I'm going to say. Rent is due. Hello? So that's one thing. Number two, if you have a praise report and you want to share it, it's a great place to do it online because we have a record of it and it's cool. And then we pray for it. And then we also log results that come from that. So we kind of have a running journal. Also, uh, prayer requests, praise reports, all of that transpires that way. You can keep it confidential or you can have it shared with the audience entirely up to you. But the place to invest, the place to do this, the place to take care of the things where if you want to hear some some uh, audio that encourages you or watch some video that encourages you and challenges you, go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. All right, as Captain Chris jumps off the bridge, I love that though line before that. You know where you where you say, "Are you confused by what's going on now?" And then it's like more of a not a serious tone, but it's more of a stable tone. That's really good. I like that. The jumping off the bridge thing I haven't worked out yet. <laughs> hey, it's marketing. It works. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes that's what happens. I get in my car, I drive on the freeway, and the whole way down I go, ah! Okay. Uh, we're going to get into our text. we got a lot to cover, uh, much material. A couple things I do want to let you know. Uh, we do have, by the grace of God, by uh, Jennifer's blessing, uh, who she, she kind of coordinates this station. Without Jennifer, there is no station. I mean, Don owns it, but Jennifer runs it. So it's kind of a nice way to put it. And so she has uh, given us her blessing. And so we have some envelopes that we were able to snag. And so uh, the bumper stickers will be going out on Monday. If you want a bumper sticker or some business cards, just email us. Go to the website, say something. We'll get them to you. And then just be patient because it's the mail. And I don't know when it'll get there. And it depends and where you live or whether you go on vacation or if you go shopping. I don't know. All right, so that'll be taking place there uh, as well. Keep that in mind. And then what's the other thing I wanted to tell you? Uh, I'm going to talk to you about this a little later on. So there's another thing I want to come up. So when I was praying for the audience, there's something that has come up in a multitude of people. And I always, if, if you see a pattern, it's like, well, you should probably talk about it. So we're going to do that later on. First, though, we're going to dive into what? Many believe to be one of the great, great, great passages of all. Hebrews chapter 4. Is there anything else we got to cover? I don't think so. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, we're looking at verse 12. And many of you should know this. It should be underlined in your Bible, if you underline your Bible, or marked, if you do marking. Bottom line, it says this. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, 
It is also able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The Word of God is alive. So let me just, uh, I'm going to say a few things that are not controversial, but they're very strong declarations of faith. The word living is the same word that Jesus used when Jesus resurrected and said, I am alive. Okay, so alive is, as best as I can tell, alive. It's living. That's number one. Number two, the word of God was not written by men. People that think it was written by men have a terrible image of God. In fact, people that even Christians who think God can only use one Bible translation have a terrible image of the power of God. They have no confidence in the grand ability of God or in his ability through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, to reach into people's lives and change them. God used a donkey to rebuke a prophet. He can pretty much do what he wants. Let's just leave that there. But the word of God is living. And when you pick up that book, it is just a book. And we've mentioned that before. Until you engage and have contact with it and the Holy Spirit who wrote that book reaches into your spirit and there is a connection. And then the word of God becomes alive to you. It's already living. It's been said a hundred times in 20 generations, the word of God speaks fresh to every generation. You ever wonder how it does that? We think, well, people change. <laughs> Here's the deal. The deal is the word of God is infused by the breath of God, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the same breath uh-oh, that went into Adam. What happened when God breathed into Adam? Take a take a while, guess what? Say, Adam, he's clay or dirt or whatever you want to say. I don't care if you want to say he sticks or whatever. I don't care. And then God goes, and he becomes alive. And when you get into the word, when you separate yourself from the world, when you separate your time away and you just, you know, Lord, help me to focus in, there's a fresh breath that comes over you or that can come over you. It doesn't happen every single time, but it happens often. It'll happen more often the more you dedicate and focus. First of all, the word of God is living. So if it's dull, you're the one that's dead. Ooh, that was mean. Uh, it's not the word of God that's dull. It's fresh. It's alive. Second, as we'll get into this in that next segment, is how penetrating the word of God is. Uh, you know, somebody who had surgery recently, I understand that difference between the, the portion of the body that has joints and marrow. <laughs> <laughs> and how specific that uh, knife or that cutting instrument had to be, or that laser. And uh, then you get to find out that God's word is even more penetrating than that, cutting so close in. But here's what I want you to catch that you cannot escape from, okay? When you, when you separate yourself unto the Lord for time, when you do your devotions, that's what we call devotions. We don't just say you're just you know, reading the Bible about say we're talking about separate time between you and God. That's you in the closet, that's you in the Bible. Nobody else knows what's going on but you and the Lord. And you open up that book and ask him to speak to you, and you open up your ears to him, something amazing happens. Jesus, who is called the Word of God through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, speaks to you afresh. And just like he called your name the first time, 
he calls your name another time and says, look at this. And your spirit goes, yes! And that's some cool stuff. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life it feels like I've been running, running and running Moving is hard. It's a moment that everyone dreads. But wait, there's an answer. Jesus can help. And for the moving parts, Men of God Moving is there for you. Men of God Moving is a full-service Christian moving company that is locally owned and operated, serving the entire Dallas and Fort Worth area. Men of God Moving helps with homes, apartments, offices, long and short distance relocations, and so much more. They offer packing and unpacking services, loading and unloading, assembling and disassembling, plus many other helpful services. Tell them you heard it on the David Spoon Experience and receive a substantial discount. Substantial means a whole bunch. Call them at 817-707-7672 or go to their website, menofgodmoving.com. That's menofgodmoving.com. And check them out on Facebook. The Lord's Word says, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men. Ephesians 6-7. Allow men of God moving the privilege of serving you. And listen to Johnny Hill, the owner, often on the David Spoon Experience. To hear his testimony, reach out to Men of God Moving. Johnny's testimony will move you. God bless. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Do you know how you keep going? Do you know how you keep putting one foot in front of the other? Do you know how you don't give up? Do you know how you don't quit even though you want to quit? You fix your eyes on Jesus. You see with God. When Peter went out of that boat and stepped on that water, there is no natural principle in the world, in, in, in any normal universe, that would allow Peter to walk on water. But he did one thing well. He looked at Jesus. And as he was looking at Jesus, the Bible says he walked on the water. He looked at his situation just focusing at Jesus. Then he took his eyes off of Jesus, and he saw the winds and the waves, and he sank. He lost the correct attitude when he stopped seeing with Jesus in the picture. Whatever you see, whatever you face, whatever you encounter, do not see it or face it in the natural. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So everything you see, you must insert the picture of Jesus. The David Spoon Experience. Oh, 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Let's get ready for our first trivia question, and it is a thinker. A thinker, okay? I don't know how a thinker. Okay. Whose husband left Israel because of a famine and then died in Moab? Whose husband, okay, left Israel because of famine and then died in Moab? If you think you know the answer, you are welcome to call in at 972-445-0770. You are also welcome to text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must increase.org. I think that's kind of cool. We already have that uh, rock and rolling. Somebody's already calling in. There's just no waiting around here, people. People are just like, boom, 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 boom. You guys are extremely smart. I'm just telling you right now. I mean, this is you, this audience. I have to step up the trivia. That's pretty good. All right, they ready? 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 Okay. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is David. Hello. Hello. Can, can I can you, barely hear you. You can barely hear me. Is uh, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Okay. And this is. This is Will. Hi, Will. How's it going? How you looking forward to the weekend? Uh, oh, is the weekend coming up? I think... I'm doing great. I hope you're better. <laughs> I'm doing great, and I, I am really doing great. And and I, I might be doing better because I finished my homework, so I might be I might be doing better. <laughs> okay, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. We're looking for a particular person whose husband left Israel because of a famine and then died in Moab. Well, it's a little confusing. It could be Naomi or Ruth. Right, but it is. The first one, say it again. Naomi. Naomi! Ruth is the young lady who attached to Naomi. Naomi was actually the wife of the man who went out there. But that's it. You got it. Excellent job. And that was a good catch yes, because I thought some people would miss that. Excellent job. You have a blessed day, sir. All right. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, let's do our DNA, and then we'll get into the rest of this teaching because some of this teaching going to be a little bit of a challenge. It's okay. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. All right. Pick a day that doesn't end in Y, and that's the day you don't have to do it. Okay? There you go. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Ever. Never. Ever be ashamed. It doesn't matter what the world. Who cares what the world says? They're liars anyway. Come on. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that you are conscious, aware, thoughtful of God and what he is going to do or wants to do. You're just kind of tuning into what the Lord has in mind. And you're also tuning into other people, which means you're not just tuned into your own station or show. Was that for a radio reference, huh? Okay. All right, let's get back into the text. Good job. Uh, and on the trivia answer, the answer was Naomi. Here we go. Again, I'm going to read it and then go through it. For the word of God is living and effective. 
and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of the soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. I want to talk to you about two really important principles regarding the Word of God. You may not think of it this way, but perhaps this would help us understand. As we read the Word of God, you and I need to understand that it is a mirror. You open it up and you read it, and when you're reading it, the Holy Spirit is communicating to you through the living Word. Remember, Jesus is called the Word of God, and He, the Holy Spirit is like going, yeah, how's that going? <laughs> yeah, how's that going? And you're like going, yikes, right? But what happens, or what the devil has done for a tactical point of view, is when people read it, it's like, well, I'm not doing that. I don't want to read it anymore because I'm discouraged because I'm not doing that. That's a tactic of Satan and a lie. When you come across something in the Word of God and you recognize you're not where you need to be, that's the moment where the Lord wants you to go, hey, I need your help. Not hey, I'm not going to read this anymore. You're already saved by grace through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. Now God is working on you to make you look like Jesus step by step. When you read the Bible and you come across people with great faith or people that you, you read their, their characteristics and you think, sometimes I do that, or you read it and you go, wow, I think I'm completely guilty of that. That's not the time to get discouraged. In fact, the Word of God is there so that you will draw closer to the Lord. That is the whole context, by the way, in Nehemiah chapter 8, where it talks about the joy of the Lord is our strength. The whole context was that Nehemiah was reading portions of Scripture. They were reading from the pulpit portions of Scripture, and the people were convicted. But instead of that being depressing— Nehemiah said, this is supposed to be joyful because God is ex explaining to you what he's looking for, for from you, what he's looking for you to do. And in doing that, you please him by seeking to do it right. So instead of it being depressing, it should be joyful. I have talked to people very, very, very close to me, and I've and they have said, when I read, I know I'm not doing it. And then I get into this repentance mode, but then I don't get out of it. I just get in it, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then it drops into a little deeper of an Eeyore kind of thing or that kind of thing. That is not what the Lord is trying to do. That's just the enemy taking advantage of your emotions or feelings at the time. When the Lord convicts you, say, thanks. Okay, I got to work on this because you know what? I can't do this without you. I can't walk this way without you. I can't even have faith for my situation without you. I need your help to have the faith. That's the intent. So that mirror has a purpose. And you have to understand how deep the Word of God goes. You can—how uh, do I say this right? You can phony up for everybody around you, including yourself. But you can't do it when you read the Word of God because it won't let you. It's able to judge your thoughts— and your intentions, right? When people struggle to be right or to do it right in the Lord, that is not bad. That is wonderful. That's a righteousness that exceeds, far exceeds that of the Pharisees because the people who are going through that process are genuine and sincere, 
and the Lord knows that. So when you go through that process and the, and the Spirit of God through the living Word, through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ is separating you between soul, which is a lot more you, and spirit, which is the born-again part of you, and you're like going, yikes. God's not doing that, so you'll just sit on the yikes. Does that? I, I hope I'm saying that right. I think I'm saying that right. The idea is to move forward. And one of the greatest examples, I think it's one of the great examples, is in the in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve did wrong, what did they do? I'm just, it's not you know, rocket science. What did they do? They ran and they hid. Okay. Right. Bailing. Bye. Whoop. Okay. We're playing, uh, we're playing hide go seek and we're not going to tell you where we are. Okay. It's pretty funny with somebody who's sovereign. Anyway. So uh, in the law, in the Old Testament law, God gives an example of how he wants people to respond when they make a mistake. On the day of Yom Kippur, the day of uh, the atonement, the high priest was allowed to go into the actual presence of God on behalf of the people. The law testimony from God is when you sin, come to me. The action of a sinful nature not looking to do it right with God is to run and hide and try not to be known. But the actions of a person who has been touched by God is to go into his presence and say, help me. I need your help. That's the testimony of the law. One day a year, the high priest was allowed to go into the actual presence of God. And on that day, it was to deal with sin. When we are doing wrong, you go to the Lord, not away from the Lord. Now, I just have a couple of quickie questions for you, and you can just kind of work this with me. Who do you think is trying to direct you away from the Lord when you do something wrong? Might it be the same creature who said, you won't die? <laughs> you know, remember the church lady on Saturday Night Live? Could it be? Hmm? Maybe? Hmm? Satan, 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 Satan. I mean, it's like, what do you know what's going on? And you need to be aware of that. And by the way, that is spiritual warfare. That's one of the things you have to know. People say, well, I don't have any spiritual warfare. That's spiritual warfare. Well, I don't have any spiritual warfare, except you're distracted when you pray. That's spiritual warfare. You're distracted when you read. That's spiritual warfare. Of course you do. You just don't know what to call it because nobody's ever said that's spiritual warfare, that's spiritual warfare, okay? You're way further down the road than you think you are. You're actually way better than you think you are. And the fact that you yearn to do it right is the testimony that the Holy Spirit lives in you. That's what's so cool about that. Is I had this wonderful friend. He passed away, but he— He's like, I'm just concerned because I do this and I do this, and then it concerns me because I'm thinking, you know, what if the Lord's really disappointed? And I just, I said, his name was Ron. I said, Ron, only people who are children of God care about such things. Nobody else cares. And he was like, hey, that's good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Swin Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints.
Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. The Christian faith is being attacked. Fifty years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. We happen to be people who are able to, you know, go with the Lord while the flow is going, while the river is going, while the joy is going, and then something comes in the way like a pebble, <laughs> like a pebble, and then we trip and we're like, ay, 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 and we don't know what we're doing. Here's the key. You're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be this superhuman beyond capacity exactly like Jesus in everything you say or do in each moment. That's not happening. The David Spoon Experience.